just in my prayer lately and um, on my silent retreat, um, the Lord was kind of inviting me to look at and, and honestly pray with my leadership and, and the way that we are maybe approaching the Lord and approaching our parish. It's very clear that the Lord wants to renew his church in general. That's more of a, a broad vision that God wants to renew and restore and pour out his, his spirit of peace and healing and restoration that his power would be known, his, his victory would be known in people who struggle with, with addiction and despair and darkness and people who have given up hope. Jesus has already won victory and he wants to restore the church and I'm convicted that he wants to begin that restoration at least here at Sacred Heart in St. Cecilia. But one of the obstacles that keeps the Lord from doing what he wants to do, from restoring us, is quite frankly, us. The restoration of our family, the restoration of our parish and school, the restoration of our community is not going to happen by anything that we have, any power, any gift, any ability that we have apart from Jesus. We can't heal ourselves. We can't fix ourselves. We can't fix our family. We can't fix our kids, our grandkids. We can't bring people back who have fallen away from the church. We can't heal division. We can't heal bitterness or anger or resentment. But Jesus can. And until we begin to rely more on his strength and his vision, when we begin to rely until we rely on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's power, we will remain as we are, or we might even get worse. The more we soak and focus on our inadequacies, our inabilities, the more we focus on us and less on Jesus. Let's talk about Peter because it's easier to talk about Peter than talk about us. Let's laugh at somebody else. Let's cry at somebody else, right? Peter, God rest his soul. God love him. Um, great saint of the church. He's praying for us right now to, to learn from his mistakes. Peter in the Gospel of John chapter 13, they're sitting around table. They're having the Last Supper. Jesus is talking about how he's going to have to go to heaven. He's going to have to go, and they won't be able to follow him. And Peter chimes up and says, Lord, why can't we follow you? I will go with you wherever you go. And Jesus says, really? Peter, just tonight, this very night, you will deny me three times. I know you love me, Peter, but... You're going to deny me three times. And it's true. That night he, he goes, Jesus is arrested. Um, he's in the front of the Sanhedrin. And they're like, well, Peter, aren't you a follower of Jesus? Aren't you one of his friends? Absolutely not. I don't even know the man. 
Peter, Jesus is crucified. He rises from the dead. He appears to the disciples, at least it says in the scriptures, twice already. This is the third time that Jesus appears to his disciples. But what is Peter doing? Going fishing. Now, some of you in here are fishermen. Some of you in here like to fish. Peter's a fisherman. Part of going fishing is just to get away, get on the water. I don't know what's going on in Peter's heart, but I can't help but think that Peter is mulling over what he said and what he did. Peter's mulling over the situation of what happened. Peter's mulling over the fact that he denied Jesus three times, that he said he was going to give everything to Jesus, but he's struggling with his weakness. And here's Peter on the boat, and here comes Jesus. Hey, you guys have caught anything? Right? If you're familiar with the biblical story, this is a repeat. This has already happened. Have you guys caught anything? No, we fished all night and caught nothing. This is a repeat. Hey, why don't you throw the net over to the right side of the boat? And they throw the net over and their nets are full. Lesson number two, Peter. We've already gone over this. You are incapable of doing anything great apart from me. John tells him it's, it's Jesus, and he jumps out of the boat and he swims to him. And, and what happens, this beautiful interaction on the shore? Peter, do you love me, right? Three times, there's this reconciliation happening with Peter. Peter, I know you are a weak man. Peter, I know you are a sinner. Peter, I need you to not focus on your weakness. I need you to not focus on the past sins of your life. I need you to focus on me. Do you love me? Peter. It's Jesus who will restore and renew his church. It's Jesus and the gift of the Holy Spirit who will change our lives and the lives of Peter. It's Jesus' power who caught those fish, not Peter. If you keep reading the Acts of the Apostles, it says, when Peter was walking, even the shadow, even his shadow would fall on people and they were healed. Now, I've been reading in all of the gospel, and I can't find in the gospel where it says the shadow of Peter healed anybody. It's only when Peter receives the Holy Spirit, it's only when Jesus rises from the dead and gives Peter power it's Jesus' power that heals. And if you in your life here this morning are searching and longing for God to be real in your life, for his power to be real in your life, we have to confront the fact that sometimes we are more focused on our weakness and our failures and our inability and our lack of ability than we are sometimes on Jesus. When you and I have a choice to follow Jesus, there is always two voices active. There's actually three, but let's just talk about two. There's the enemy's voice. The enemy always wants us to think about 
what has happened in the past. He wants us to focus on us identifying ourselves with our failure, with our weakness, with our sin. Peter, do you really think that Jesus would want any part of you? Peter, do you remember what you did? You said you were going to give your life to him, and not even hours later you denied him three times. How do you think you could possibly follow Jesus? How do you think you could be the head of the church? He gave you the keys. You're going to lose them. That was a joke. It's okay. Um, Like, that's the voice, right? The voice of the enemy always wants us to focus on our past. You're not worthy enough. You're not good enough. You're not able enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have the gifts and talents enough. If the devil can get us to focus on ourselves, then we will be convinced that we have no power and no capacity to do any good. And we will just shrink in fear. But there's always another voice. Do you love me? Jesus is worried about if we love him, if we're willing to love him. And we don't love him perfect. We fail oftentimes. But the real difference is how we respond when we fail. When we fail, the enemy is right there pointing at us, accusing us. Look at what you've done. And Jesus is right there on the shore. Peter, do you love me? I know you deny me, but do you love me? Are you willing to get back up? Are you willing to rely on me? Are you willing to trust me? Peter was the leader of the church, not by his own power, not by his own gifts, not by his own ability. Peter was the leader of the church because he learned on that shore, it's about me loving the Lord and about allowing the Lord to use me, even in my weakness, even in my inability. I would just pray for us, and I would ask you to pray for me, that you and I would please God, begin to trust on the Lord's ability rather than ours. Me and you can throw the net in the sea all night long. Apart from Jesus, we're going to catch nothing. You've tried to convince your kids, your grandkids, maybe your friends to come to church, and oftentimes you're just beating against the wall. But sometimes, out of nowhere, Maybe your kid shows up to church. Out of nowhere, something happens miraculously. Your grandkids, they have a powerful experience. And it's nothing you have done. It's everything the Holy Spirit did. You didn't even see it coming. If we could ask and rely on the power of the Holy Spirit and just do whatever Jesus tells us. The net was full when Jesus was involved. May you and I pray this day and continue to pray, Jesus, please teach us how to trust you. Teach us how to rely on you. Holy Spirit, come. Give us your power. May we be a church that actually listens to the Lord and relies on the power of the Holy Spirit.